0: You're listening to All Things Latina Podcasts, where I, Tani Steffi, help you find your superpower. If you're seeking growth in business, your career, or need self development guidance, Chica, I got you covered. You're definitely listening to the Ride Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Tani Estefi for updates on upcoming podcast episodes, tips, and inspirational reminders. And always remember that if someone else can accomplish something, why not you? Hi, Ashley, I am very excited to have you on All Things Latina podcast to talk about Jefa in Training, which is a business startup toolkit for entrepreneurial women and creative women. So thank you so much for joining. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm excited to have you here and for us to talk about you. So this is a Jefa that had a vision. She created this amazing book and... It's about following your passion and how to start your business, right? So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Ashley. Sure. Um, so I'm Ashley, uh, also known as Your Business Al Madrina. Some people
1: call me that, um, and I love it. I'm honored. Uh, so a little bit about me: um, I grew up in New York City. I was raised in Queens. Uh, my mom is from Mexico, from Morelia, Michoacan, and my dad is French American. He was born and raised in New York. French grandparents. I grew up with my French grandmother, um, but my mom. Uh, was it was very important for her to uh, for us to, you know, learn Spanish and be connected with our, our Mexican culture. And so I grew up going to Mexico every year for months at a time. Um, and so while I grew up with my French grandmother, I actually have yet to go to France. I've never been to France. Um, it's definitely on my bucket list. Um, but I grew up going to Mexico very often. And I grew up very close to my Mexican family, um, because my mom would take us every year. And I have a lot of cousins and And we're all very close, even though we live far away. Um, And so I've always felt a lot more connected to my Latina side. Right. Like I listen to Spanish music. I speak Spanish. I cook Latino foods. um, And I've just always felt like that. That's me. You know, Um, that's that's who I connect with. And so I've kind of built a lot of my um, career around that kind of community feeling that I always felt when I went to Mexico, uh, which is something very interesting, right? It's like going to Mexico for me was always like going home like the feeling of like going home and like being around people who who are supportive and loving and just always welcome you with food and (laughs) and, like genuinely (laughs) exactly it's always there Exactly, And so like always just like, you know, welcoming you with warm arms. And I've always wanted to create that feeling like in, pla- in other places that I surround myself in. Um, and so I actually started out in the music industry. I started out as a singer songwriter performing in New York. I went through like a series of bands. Um, I went to school for media communications. Um and my thought process there was, well, if I want to be famous, I should probably learn how to market myself. So I'm going to learn everything I can in school about, about PR and, and, you know, how to like get myself out there so that I could be a touring rock star. Um, in that process, I actually also started to work with um, work at music venues. I entered at some major labels and. Um, I got really interested in PR and journalism, and I, I always knew that I was going to be a, a writer in some shape or form um, because that's what it was. I was always writing songs to express myself or writing little blog articles or writing in my journal. Um, but I also always really liked helping people and like specifically creating opportunities for people who are just starting out. So when I was performing, I always liked to put shows together and I would specifically look out for people who were... Um, Who'd never played a show before to like give them their first show because my thought process was, well, people have believed in me. I've been on stages for a couple of years now. I know it's hard to like do that first show or those first few shows and get on these stages, especially in New York where everything's so competitive that like... I just really liked giving women and like women like me, um, a shot. And so I kind of made that my mission for a little bit while I was in bands. Um, and then that kind of spiraled into my first entrepreneurial venture, which was my nonprofit woman crush music. Um, so through woman crush music, I was able to put together shows in 16 international cities and through a community of thousands of, people and helped hundreds of women songwriters get on stages and connect with music industry professionals. And, um, as I'm sure, you know, like as a founder, I, I really had to learn a lot about business quite quickly. (laughs) Um, and, (laughs) and the way that woman crush took off, it was really unexpected because I was just starting this initiative to kind of just like make friends. Um, and meet other like-minded women, and it ended up expanding to this international movement in in less than a year. And Beautiful. And so I was wildly unprepared. I had no foundation, <laughs> had no foundation, response, no financial plan, no strategic plan, nothing, nothing. Like,
0: it's, yeah. Sometimes when you start a business, you don't know that there's different components, but the important part is just getting started. So exactly. And like, you know,
1: that was great. And like it took off really quickly. And, and that momentum, like it kept it going for like the first couple of years. But then it got to somewhere between year two and year three that like not having that foundation honestly really screwed me over. Um, And it got to the point where I was just like, dang, well, I can't really grow this thing without a financial plan. I can't can't do this. And so, you know, in in those first two years, I I read all of these business books, um, you know, and I like, didn't really resonate with them, which ends up to where we are right now, but we can get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I also used like, these tools that I was um, learning from working with tech companies because I started to get into community marketing and business development. I worked with Yelp. I worked with a couple of women-founded startups. And I fell in love with just startup world. I, and I think it was that same feeling of like helping other people get their businesses off the ground the same way helping people get their music careers off the ground. That just like really like it like really fuels my fire. Um, and that's kind of how it all started. And then, you know, down the line people creatives and and other small business owners and startup founders started asking me like hey do you do coaching do you do consulting like can you help me with this biz dev strategy can you help me with this communications thing and so i built my little side hustle practice until it became like a full
0: time thing um and and here we are (laughs) yes that's amazing that's beautiful and it's like it's good to know about the journey like i feel like many people always see like the final finished product you know of a business or in this case a book uh and training and they don't know the journey of what it took so i think it's beautiful that you know you're sharing that today um and Can you tell us, so have I in training, how did you come up? with the name and what can you tell us, um, about the book? And I just want to highlight, um, so Ashley reached out. I, I contributed to, um, (laughs) at the beginning of the book, I believe that's where my placement is. And so I I think the moment that Ashley reached out to me about this idea and this project, like it was a no brainer. I'm like, I'm all in, I'm all in, you know, (laughs) like, I'm like a hundred percent, I'm all in. So, um, That that's how our connection um, happened. Like we had already chatted on on Instagram with Ashley Um, just here and there. We I think I believe we we kept in touch. Um, And then from there, she approached me with this idea. I said, this is amazing. I think this is amazing what you're doing. Uh, So I'd like for you to tell us a little bit more about how the name if and training, which I absolutely love. And what can the readers expect from this book? Yes, definitely.
1: Well, I mean, a huge shout out to you because um, your contribution is super important. Um, You know, you contributed to um, one of the beginning chapters that talks about goal setting, right? Which we both know is incredibly important when you have a business. And whatever way you like to do goal setting um, is great, right? Because different methods work for different people. Um, In the book, we actually... um, after um, Thani's amazing tips that she gives, which I'm not going to give any away right (laughs) now, Uh, you'll have to read the book for that. But after her tips, you know, we actually go through like how to do a SWOT analysis to build out your smart goals. And that's the strategy that I like to use um, to do my goal setting. So keep your eye out for that. Um, But more about like the story behind the training. Um, is that I um when I was building Woman Crush music, like I mentioned, I read every business book under the sun, right? Like all of the girl boss, girl code, and then like the start with wise, and you know, all of those classic books that people tell you to read, like when you're starting a business. And for me personally, like some of those books were great. Um, I'm not here to bash anybody because some of those books were great. Some of them were just not really what I was looking for. Um but for me, it's really hard for me to be inspired by and motivated motivated by someone who I don't really have anything in common with. And for me, it was very hard for me to connect to those authors or those creators of these resources. And so immediately then I saw a need for something like this, something written by someone like me um, who could connect about our background and not growing up with loads of money and being first gen. And, you know, um, so like I I knew that there was a need there, but I wasn't quite ready to do anything about it yet. Um, Flash, like, Fast forward to a couple of years down the line. And I was just like, okay, I think I'm, a, I'm, it was right after like that really hard phase I had with Woman Crush. And I was just like, I need to totally revamp our foundation or else like this is going to crash. Like it's not going to work. And I started to feel like I really needed to write this book because I thought if I had a book like this when I was first starting out, then maybe this wouldn't have happened to me. And yes. if if I could avoid, you know, this happening to another new entrepreneur,
0: like that would be really freaking cool. <laughs> um, no, that, that's amazing. I think sometimes uh, when there's, when you see a need and you feel like, you know what, I can solve that need or I can provide, like, I think you should just go for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like us, like, children of immigrants and bilingual first-gen Latinas. It's a whole new, it's a whole new category. It's a whole new thing. So I think it's amazing to see, you know, Latinas just stepping up and saying, you know what, it's never been done before, but let me step up because I've read some of those books as well, which I think they're great. Right. Like Girl Code. Like it's amazing, but it's not culturally like relevant. There's no cultural or emotional connection. It's just like an overall um, like, okay, it's a female uh, entrepreneur driven book. But and as many, many are, but nothing specific to business resources. So for Latinas first gen. So this is what hefine training is. It's catered to that.
1: Yeah. And so the the feeling that I wanted to give with the title is that, right? Like I didn't want it to be just like Hifa, Right. Or like learn. Like, I don't know. I, I didn't want it to be just like boss lady or jefa or, or something like that. Because the truth is, I, I think that in training part adds a couple of things. So Hifa in training means like, you know, kind of like cadet in training, like, you know, like you're always <laughs> like, you still have a lot to learn, right? Like, this is literally the book that's going to train you. But jefa in training also refers to me. Um, because like, yeah, I might be a Hifa and like, I have learned a lot, but I also think that there's always things that you can be learning. And that's something that I really stress in the book, too, is that like it's a business book. And more than that, it's also a toolkit. And so like you can take whatever tools you want from in there that apply to your business. Whatever ones you don't want to use, it's. I'm not telling you it's the only way to start your business. It's just based off of my experience and the little snippets of information that other uh, Latinas have had in the book that they contributed. But there are so many different ways. We're just giving you the tools that you can choose to implement or not.
0: Yes. And I, and I think that's amazing that you get different perspectives. So there's different perspectives of different Latina entrepreneurs in this book, um, which is amazing because even though we probably haven't all met, like we share that common goal that we started a business like you know, as a first-gen Latina or as a Latina. So can you talk about, tell us a little bit about that process of like the networking and getting involved with different Latinas. I know that um, Eva Longoria also uh, endorsed the book, which is yes. which is amazing. So if you could talk to us about that process and, and how that happens or how, how you make this happen. Um, so I will say if you are, an aspiring entrepreneur
1: or you are an entrepreneur, um, community is everything, right? And so I I mean that in a few different ways, but having a community that you can immerse yourself in and meet people, um, for me, the real... like, light bulb moment for this book's creation was when I started creating the Mujerista Network with Maribet, the founder of the Mujerista, um, which was right in the beginning of the pandemic. We launched the Mujerista Network, which is the sister online community to the Mujerista publication, um, which I know a lot of people follow, which is very exciting. Um, but I started working with Mari on creating this online community and talking to more and more and more entrepreneurs like Us um, and asking them, like, where do you get your support? Where do you get your business resources? And a lot of them didn't really know what to tell me because they were in the same boat, right? They were just like, yeah, like a lot of these resources are by um, people we have nothing in common with. And, you know, the Mucarista Network is really one of the first places that they felt like they could be themselves and look to for support from other Latina entrepreneurs. Um and so that being said, like I met a lot of people who contributed to the book through the step. Um And it, it's just been a huge blessing for me in, in so many different ways, not just professionally, but also personally, because I never felt, I never understood what I was missing until I had it.
0: Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, that so, definitely. And definitely... It's a blessing, right? That just comes yeah. in and you're like, wait, I didn't know I needed this, but I it, do. <laughs> it
1: definitely like filled some kind of void in my heart that I was feeling. Maybe it's because, you know, I haven't, I haven't been to Mexico to see my family since the pandemic started. Um, and I was really missing that like sense of people and community of people that understood me and like, sure, I have friends, but. Like it's not it's not the same, the the same kind of feeling that like when you're in this kind of community space um, and like we really those first few months, of the pandemic, like we'd have like virtual mixers and like I don't think I would have survived those months without them.
0: Yes, right. It's it's crazy because now, you know, now we do have this virtual world, which is, you know, it's great. It's a great support system. And you said a community is everything. Like, I've met different uh, Latinas that are involved in you. They're so passionate. We're so passionate about just you know contributing together collaborating partnering and just simply talking and i think if we keep up that pace then you know we definitely go far with our dreams and just supporting each other
1: definitely and that that goes to what you were saying about networking right like networking is is so important for so many different reasons and i will never say no to the opportunity to just like a virtual cafecito because you just like you never know, right? Like you never know. And I think the most important thing, like when you first network with someone is ask them like, how can I help you? Like, this is what I do. Like, how can I help you? And don't ever expect like that you deserve something just because like you think you're great X, Y, Z. For example, um, me... Uh, asking for people to contribute to the book um, or endorse the book. Like I never expected that I deserved for everyone to say yes, because people have lives, like (laughs) people have lives, people are busy, even if they thought it was a great idea. Maybe they just didn't have the bandwidth at the time, um, you know? And so I always went into my pitches to especially people that I'd never spoken to before in my life um, to be like, Hey, like I'm doing this thing that I think is really cool and needed in our community. This is what it's going to be like. Are you interested in exploring something further and not, it's all about the phrasing. I think too, when you're pitching somebody, because I could have said, can you send me your thoughts on this versus like, if you're interested, I can send you more information. Um, I I think it's all about the tone and like how really how you like try to connect with them. Cause at the end of the day, we're all people, right. And we want, we all want to feel like valued and appreciated and, and not taken advantage of and, and all of this stuff. And um, yeah. So I, I think that, you know, think about how you would approach one of your best friends about something like this. Like, would you talk to them a certain way? Like,
0: I, I don't know. I don't know. if that makes yes, it. It, It's like, it, it's all about, and I agree. It's all about, that's why they say it's all about how you say it, not what you say. And it's about the approach, you know, it's because at the yeah. end you can want the same thing and you can approach it different ways so it's all about the approach and giving like you said giving them the option it's not like you're saying hey I I want you to do this or can you do that it's more like would you be interested and if so here's the information on next steps or you know yeah you're you're providing the option it's all about approach but most definitely not being afraid to reach out and like I always say even if you get a no or like I'm sorry I can't right now you know what? That's okay. Like, just keep going. There's more. (laughs) There's more. So just just do it. I feel like um, I'm surprised, like for me before pre-pandemic, it's just like the networking is done at events, at networking events. Mm -hmm. So now through the pandemic, it's 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 crazy and amazing how many people are just open to just meet. Yeah and i can't express like the opportunities that have come my way just to join a virtual meeting like it's been it's been amazing, like it's been amazing and it, it's kind of even better, I would say, because people are more open to meet virtually than yeah. maybe in person. If you're like, hey, let's go grab a coffee in person, then it's just harder to get the person out versus like a brief call. Um, so definitely network, send those emails, send those DMs. You just never know what kind of opportunity is on the other side of, you know, of the computer.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And I think it's just like being open and um yeah just just be open to possibilities because like you yes. really really never know but I, I tell my clients that all the time like, just be open like if you're a candle business and like a tv show wants to partner with you and you're just like I don't know how the heck this is gonna happen like literally just just let it happen just let it happen just let it happen because um by saying like oh I don't know if that's a good fit like I mean obviously like we all have values and we need to align our businesses with the same people that have the same values as us. But like, you know, aside from that, like we just kind of got to let it rock and, and and have creativity take its form and, and a lot can happen in just conversations about collaboration so
0: exactly exactly no I 100% agree if it kind of sounds good and even if you're doubting yourself which is known as imposter syndrome um, it's just like you know sometimes it's probably just your self-doubt and maybe lack of confidence but just kind of go with go with the flow see where it takes you If if it's not going to break you or break your business or break your idea then you know go for it it might just enhance it so (laughs) that's very valuable now is there any piece of advice what if you could give our listeners advice on starting a business what would be one valuable piece of advice that you would give them Um, I think we already mentioned it before
1: but I think you you said it right it's just if you feel a need to start something just do it Um, put a Semi plan together it doesn't need to be super formal, but you know, just with like your next steps, and just go for it. And and to add on to that, um, my advice would be: don't be afraid to reach out for help. Like, don't be afraid to ask people. Like, hey, like you've done this before. Like, can I talk to you about doing X, Y, Z? Like, if you need to hire a coach, hire a coach, or even just reading a book. Right. Like even just picking up a book is, I think a lot of people, you know, they, they're just like, they have a lot of pride and they're just like, Oh, I don't want to ask for help. I don't want to read. I can figure it out myself, you know, but like, we all need help. We all need help. Some kind of help, whether it's an assistant or a coach or multiple coaches, or, you know, like we all need it. And so I, I think that you know, we can, we can do more if we work together. Um, and like Thani said, like, I, I think that people are a lot more open these days to just meeting up for a virtual coffee or whatever.
0: Even um, if it's 15 minutes, I'm sure if you yeah. ask, when you ask for like a networking virtual meeting or virtual cafecito, it's like, hey, do you have 15 minutes so I can pick your brain so I can ask you some questions? And the answers are, you know, there's, there's a high chance that there might be a yes or maybe no response, but just move on to the next, next person that you'd like to connect to or follow up with that same person because sometimes what happens is that people, like you mentioned, get so busy, they might overlook the email one time, but then if you send a second follow up email, they, they might be like, you know what? Yes, I've been meaning to get back to you, you know, yeah. so, uh, and don't take anything personal, <laughs> but beautiful, yes. beautiful advice. I think that's very important. And now, Ashley, tell us where they can get the book and your social media handles where they can find you yes okay so you can find me
1: everywhere at Ashley K Stoyanov Ojeda I know that's long <laughs>
0: I'm sure will put play it play on it somewhere. the description <laughs> of the episode I'll put it on the description of the episode and I'll go ahead and tag you so it's easier for them to find you <laughs> yes um,
1: that's awesome and then uh, for the book um, you know you can get it everywhere um, so it's everywhere that books are sold probably some of your local bookstores too but it's available on Amazon bookshop Indiebound, Barnes and nobles, um, verb ease. I have it on my website, which is just ashleykstoyanov.com. There's a little section there that says have fun training and all of the links are there
0: beautiful sounds good thank you so much ashley for joining and being part of this podcast episode and if anyone has any questions like i always say feel free to like dm me dm ashley her information will be on my social media pages and remember that if someone else can accomplish something so can you exactly thank you so much thank
1: you